Here we are, folks, and uh, welcome to the beginning of the Blue Collar Whitetail Podcast. This is episode one, where it all starts. Today is the beginning, and uh, here's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to talk to you guys about uh, the whole idea behind Blue Collar Whitetail. Um, I'm also going to talk about our founders, which is Colton and myself. He's here with me tonight. Hey, folks. Um. We're also going to talk about last year's highs and lows and how that kind of went down. We're going to talk about this year, our expectations uh, that we're hoping for, and also the bucks that we have on camera. So here we are, finally gripping and ripping. Colton, we found time, and here we go. Here we are. We Yeah, we uh, finally, Friday night, you know, got together. You know, uh, unofficial sponsor. Shout out to Bushlight, <laughs> keeping us hydrated tonight. Um, came over, Jake. You know, lit up the grill and threw on some uh, deer burgers. We threw some deer brats on there and uh, good old Pollock. Yes, sir. Some sweet corn. Last minute ditch effort towards the corn stand. Yep, right off, right off the road there. Uh, you know, nothing but great sweet corn in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, got that cooked up and, uh, started, uh, shooting some bows here tonight. Um, we're dialed. Had, yeah. Had some solid shots out there. I mean, uh, what were, what were we shooting from? Uh, we started out at about 45 yards. Um, Colton said he hadn't shot his bow since last season. Last season. And I tell you what, that thing's driving nails. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch nothing. It's, Sat it's in the right shed. on. And we're shooting in low light, man. I mean, we had the orange uh, spotlight on from the barn, and we were just trying to get what we could. But uh, we will talk about one sponsor that we got, and it is Thrive. And it is a three-step experience program. It is um, for the <clears throat> it is for the everyday energy for your mind. It's got vitamins. It also has weight management, and it consists of a pill, a shake, and a DFT patch, which is wearable. Um, I always laugh when my wife puts it on because it reminds me of like a nicotine patch. <laughs> but <clears throat> I tell you guys what, I started working out about um, four weeks ago, maybe five, and I'm almost down 15 pounds. Um, I pop these two pills in the morning. And it <clears throat> takes about 15 to 20 minutes to kick in. But once they do, I mean, you're just locked in, laser focus. You have all kinds of energy. I've noticed that my mood in the morning when I get to work after I work out, I am in a better mood. Um, so I'm real interested to try it because, one, I'm not drinking coffee anymore. I'm not drinking pop. And, you know, when you drink coffee before you go out for a hunt, uh, you're going to be visiting that's one of the just trees. Bad. That's just bad news. So I'm really excited to try it this year before we go out on the hunt just to get really, you know, get zoned in. and mind uh, right. Not jittery. I'm not jittery. It's just you're locked in. And you guys know how it is. You sit for hours on end, and then you got 10 seconds to make it happen. And you either do or you don't. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, right now I'm going to go ahead and kind of 
introduce ourselves, tell you guys our little background. Um, we're going to start with Colton, or C-Train, as he's known. <laughs> um, yes, sir. But yeah, Colton, go ahead and uh, tell the guys what you do and uh, how you got into the whole hunting deal and um, maybe maybe a, a cool success story you've had. Sure, for sure. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so my name's Colton. Um currently work at the uh, world's greatest paint supplier. I, uh, I sell paint and paint accessories all day, every day. Uh, I guess how I really started getting into hunting was uh, my mom's dad, Grandpa Bill. Um, he always, you know, would share his stories with me about, you know, going up to northern Michigan oh, and man. staying in his cabin and you know, there was an old tale that he told me. There's a cabin up there. Nobody knows where it's at except for him and his brother. And, and there's nothing but units and, up and, there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so bears and units and God knows what. But uh, God bless him. Yeah, he uh no longer around to show me where that cabin is. I'm sure it's up there somewhere. But uh, anyways, started getting into hunting, you know, when I was kind of younger. And he, you know, always said, hey, I'm going to bring you out here, bring you out here. And unfortunately got sick. But, um that kind of progressed and uh I went out a couple times with my one buddy never had really any good luck and you know and then me and Jake got together and you know he was sitting here coming out and putting in that work and you know really you know putting in the hours and you know I it paid off for him he goes you know you come out here with me and I was like really so uh it's time to send it yeah <laughs> that it was uh what was that three years three years ago i started getting really serious yep. into it and uh broke out you know grandpa bills thirty thirty. man just straight straight sights iron sights no scope no nothing i was shaking for uh that. what we put in opening opening day gun season what was it a couple days we sat and uh yep. you know nothing nothing too serious there and then finally got a good crack at at a nice doe, what about sixty-five yards or so? She was a pig. She was, uh, yeah, she was a good one. So later down, she went twenty, but you know, iron sights, dude, you, wouldn't, you absolutely crushed her. You know, wouldn't change nothing else, but good, good first experiences hunting, and uh, you know that progressed in the second year, and uh, you know, kind of. That was, you know, last year. Kind of struggled there, but uh, you really drove. You really dove in last year. You yeah, got a bow went all in. Went all in with it. Yeah, got a bow and uh, started early because he goes, you know, early season. That's where it's at. And he kept saying, you know, got to be around when the leaves are on the trees. And I was like, all right, let's let's get after it. Just his so, different. Got got serious. Got all you know. Got all the camo because you know that first year there, I was just out there in some plain ass Carhartts and uh, oh, yeah. the you know the brown the OG brown yeah. Carhartts. It got it done. Though. Got it done. Scent lock and all. You know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, you know, no spray, nothing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we're we're excited. You know, that's kind of my little tale behind my beginning and uh, current path of deer hunting and uh, yeah. We're just going to pass her on to Jake here and let her roll. All right, well, I'm Jake, and uh, I've been hunting deer um, probably since 2012, 2013. Um, 2012, I would say I wasn't really that into it. Um, I was still after some 
some other things in life. Um, besides that, I was playing paintball pretty heavily and really didn't make much time for hunting. And then I kind of switched gears, um, 2013 and my dad used to take me out rabbit hunting when I was little. Um, but when I got into the deer world of things, I just, uh, well, he told me that, you know, you're going to have to figure it out on your own. And he always goes back to the same story of, and this is pretty funny because this is where we hunt now. Um, but he always says, you know, I walked out there, got in the stand five minutes later, had a buck walk by and shot him with my great grandpa's 12 gauge. And he always gives me crap about no scent, no scent spray and doesn't matter what wind it is. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. I mean, I got, <laughs> I got a regiment going on now, but it took me, it took me about three seasons to finally figure out my grandpa's woods. And I wouldn't say I have it figured out by any means, but I have a pretty good idea of how they funnel. Um, our one main stand that we can pound in almost any wind. Um, it, we sit off an inside corner of a field edge about 80, 90 yards. And uh, they just always seems to funnel through there or somewhere around there. And you might not always get a bow shot, but, uh, you know, you're always in the game with a gun. So... Um, I've had some, I, I killed a pretty decent one with, with my bow a couple, two years ago from out of that stand. And, uh, but anyway, um, that's basically how I provide most of the meat for my family. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys. We go out and eat out and all that stuff, but, uh, who doesn't, yeah, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, we're still working on the last deer from November and uh september 15th i go ahead and start hitting up the reduction zone so hopefully i can lay down a a doe and put some more meat in the freezer before october 1 comes and i can hit our uh, main property um but that in a nutshell i mean i'm a truck driver but i think about whitetails like it's going out of style i Constantly. mean all we think about and i know that's probably how all you guys are if you're listening to this but uh anyway we're gonna we're gonna move on here and uh talk about the brand so colton and i've been thinking and we always in the stand making jokes to each other about you know high fence and how you know how easy it might be and you know i mean we don't know but no we yeah we we're pretty savage and, you know there's a what a 20 by 20 fence luke bryan you know uh, jason albin are sitting over there you know just full, we, full on six to 12 right there with a yep, what 200 got, point got 200 someone buck just walking in got someone spotting for him all act, year acting like he put in some work all year and that's that's not us we're, but, the, we're the guys we're the guys out there going after work getting off at five o'clock having three or four hours of daylight sitting there not seeing a dang thing Coming Balling back on a budget. Yep. Coming back saying, you know what? That's the way the night goes. We're coming in hard tomorrow night. Yeah, we uh we found out last year they don't really care about your feelings. But uh yeah, just you know, we wanted to put something out there for the everyday weekend warriors that consistently get it done on a yearly basis. Doesn't matter if you shoot a Pope and Young or you shoot one that's 
a spike. I mean, if you're filling the freezer, providing meat for your family, that's what it's all about. And uh, if you got something that's a mega, I mean, hey. Congrats. No joke. I mean, <laughs> if it's got you shaking and you pull the trigger, send it. That's all that matters. So uh, that's kind of our whole idea by, behind the brand. Um, we just want to put something out there that's relatable. And as we move forward, um, we're going to have more consistent podcasts as to after hunt uh, podcasts because we always spend about an hour at the back of our trucks just at least. shooting the crap about, you know, where did the deer come from tonight or where are they at or what, what we're feeling. Yeah. Should we move? How could we do it differently? Yep. How should we set up? What was the wind? How was the moon? Yep. What's the next forecast? The pressure? Yeah, we Looking really, uh, last year we had a lot of, should we sit back there in the swamp? And my previous experience was that it just seemed like you got blown out of there, but we know that there's heavy traffic back there. The problem is when they redid the field tile back there, it it flooded the whole area. So the creek that runs through there, you can't walk all the way back there. You got to sit at the edge of the briars. And uh, we're putting two stands back there in a tree and the grass that is in the pockets of the water is like switchgrass comes about nipple height. Um, but they just, they feed through there. And I think for, you know, a firearm or like opening weekend or like rut, they're just going to pinch straight through there. Um, so that's, that's in a nutshell. I mean, I guess what we're about, um, we have another member that isn't with us tonight, but, He's going to do the heavy lifting on apparel and our website and uh, get things rolling on that end. So if you guys are ever interested in stuff, we do have stuff very soon coming out, and it's pretty epic. Yeah, we got some uh, good ideas coming by, you know, maybe some T-shirts, uh, stickers, hats. Uh, hit us hit us up and let us know what you'd be interested in. I think, you know... Uh, you know, look good on the back of a little Silverado or something. Yeah, like yeah. I ain't got enough stick. It's okay. If you, <laughs> it's okay if you have Camry too. I mean, it'll look good on that. You know. Yeah, anything get the deer out. Um, so we're gonna touch on last year, and man, I was Holy like Colton smokes. said. Colton went all in last year, got himself a bow, and uh, I was like, dude, you gotta come out here before halloween and you know as the ruts actually coming before the orange army hits the woods and firearms and it's just kind of a kind of a crap shoot hit that early, you know the early season yeah get in, get in get in early get it done right yep and we saw we saw some deer movement but the temperatures were whack i mean i'm not even gonna bring it up but we all know last year was messed up and that's what i'm gonna leave it at <laughs> but uh late i think that had to deal you know deal with the climate change oh yeah yeah but uh <laughs> um you know we we spent i don't know how many hours out there in the woods but uh night after night after work and we were definitely grinding yeah every chance we could at least friday saturday and sunday and i know i was going out there sometimes during the week um but it's just it was nuts it was a real real struggle um, Real different from any other year that, you know, at least Jake and I communicated with each other that we've noticed. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, with the with the field plot being, you know, uh, soybeans and instead of corn, and it was the, the only beans around too. The the temperatures being a lot higher than normal at you know your typical rut season, peak yeah. rut season, and that's what was kind of screwing us too, is because like we'd have all these does come in, and we were afraid to shoot them because we were we were like. The rut's going to come be, any second. Got to be a buck trailing them, you know, how far, we don't know. But the really only rutting we saw was the one day I took off work. Um, I didn't I didn't shoot that buck, and I don't know why. And then we literally, the 21st of November, what, what time was it? That buck came in, had his nose right up the doe's butt. And Eight, 8.30, 9 o'clock. And he maybe. was pushing her hard. Pushing her. Oh, there was what, five? Five mm-hmm. does, and we were both focused on horns. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, another thing, too, is, like, you know, most guys, like, that I hear that, like, complain about not killing deer or whatever, they, they're climbing out, like, 9, 10 o'clock. I mean, how many times did we sit till noon? Sat till noon, sat there thirsty and had to pee and wanted some food. And then we'd be back out. But the that one, the, well, a couple of times we had deer funnel through right at about 12, 1230 as soon as we were going to get down. And I mean a herd of does. Like, yeah. it was insane. From that to us, you know, a couple times got down right there a little earlier than we should have and uh, went down to the old, you know, Busco area there and we were driving down the road. And, of course, what do we see to our left there running across the field with, you know big old buck big old buck <laughs> just hauling and you can't get back quick enough to just hauling so and I, yeah i think this year like that opening gun weekend we should just try to sit it and just got to i, I mean, mean even if it not? means we move back to it's the swamp a, is that get new what's scenery it to, what's it this year uh friday or saturday kicking off saturday yeah so yeah I mean, even if we got to move stands be. to get like a refresher on the eyes, it's got to um, be a all dayer. Yeah, last year uh, out of this property, we may, we mainly hunt. We only took two deer out, and uh, one was during firearm, and one was during bonus antlerless, which I'm still not sure that we have. I've... But he wants to contest it, and I'm I'm game to look into it again because that is a game changer. When you're trying to put meat in the freezer, yes. So uh, pretty, con- yeah, pretty confident Indiana's running in it again. Early on, we seen a post that said, you know, no special antlerless. We'll have to look up the you know regulations again, but I'm pretty sure I seen that it was there. Whether it's firearm or not, I don't know, but you know, Indiana DNR.com or whatever. It shall <laughs> just be. make sure you read it that'll tell you <laughs> just make sure stay you legal it. folks <laughs> you, you know you can't be out there you know being the, being the guy from the side of the road out of your you know f-150 because we <laughs> all know that it's always an f-150 <laughs> never that chevy <laughs> never <yeah>. chevy <laughs> maybe a toyota but yeah this year i mean i'm i'm jacked i I'm going to go ahead and touch on this whole uh, Last Breath TV film festival in Iowa. Um, my wife and I drove out there five hours. And I tell you what, if you guys can go next year, it's worth the trip. It is like a Super Bowl party, but it's all based around whitetails. And 
you know, you'd think you wouldn't get that jacked up watching YouTube videos with other people in there, but it was pretty electric. Um, all the bush light you can drink. There's swag. They're throwing stuff out left and right. They're giving away a bow. They're giving away all kinds of junk. It is a really good time, and I met a lot of cool people. Um, met some some of the well met yeah, homie who, uh, yeah shout out to whitetail legacy podcast i uh got to meet homie we drank beer all night <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it was a great time and i appreciate them on giving me some tickets to go out there and i'm i'm praying i can take colton and katie out there this yeah year. it was a shame I, I forget what i had to do but i was busy that weekend couldn't make it out there to davenport Jake said it was a great time, and looked uh, his snap story looked pretty uh, lit, as they oh, say. Oh, dude, it was wild. It was all, wild. All, all sorts of mounts, you know, lined up there in the uh, little theater section they had set up, and uh, but he got front row. Yeah, it looked like he got quite a bit of goods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got quite a bit of goods. So, yeah, it was a great time. So I'll I'll keep you guys up to date on when that's gonna roll out next summer. And hopefully you guys can make it because I'd love to have more people from Indiana out there supporting our side of the world because I feel like we don't get touched on quite as much as other people. And I know there's some good deer around here. But uh, also what I'd like to do is with this podcast is try to have my other buddies on here with us um, talking about you know previous hunts they had or what they're looking at this year. Cause I have people all over. Um, yeah, we gotta, you know, bring some extra people on we gotta kind of work it out and see, you know, obviously it's our first episode one, the beginning, but, uh, you know, we're gonna work out some kinks and try to get, you know, some other hunters on get their thoughts and ideas and kind of see how, you know, the last couple of years of their hunting experiences have been and, uh, you know, kind of bounce, bounce ideas off each other. Cause you know, I mean, who else is out there to tell you? Yeah, plus, like, hunt, you, know? you know, there might be someone that might have early rut activities, but we're over here wondering what's going on or... Yeah, what are, you know, what are they seeing in their woods or, you know, what kind of tricks do they have going on that, you know, they're doing different that, you know, not anybody else is doing in their, you know, their yeah. woods or... You got to keep everything in perspective. You have to, you know, never, you know, never count it out. Somebody's always got something different. Yep. So we're going to jump to this year. Okay. And I'm absolutely Woo! jacked. The only downside I've had this year was not getting drawn for the state park hunt. And if that's the worst thing I'm going to experience this year, that's fine with me. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. I mean, we're talking. We got doves coming up September 1st. Then got reduction zone on the 15th. Normal season opens. And we have bucks that are about to daylight, and I've looked back, found what winds are coming on, and I'm pretty sure we have a good idea on where they're bedding. It's so, which again, take that with a grain of salt. Knock on wood. Yeah, we got corn this year, and in, in our of, area, so a lot of a lot of goods going on. Yeah, uh, tell them. Yeah, how how'd you? Uh, where'd the picks come from? What 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 did you do? Uh, so one day, well, Colton's been badgering me and, uh, I swore off game cameras because I feel like I was in there too often checking the picture and I've put more scent out there than I needed to be. So the one year I shot my Pope and Young, I didn't go in there 
except to drop a mineral block and to clear a walking lane to my tree stand about, well, I mean, I did the mineral block after season ended, but I did. And, of course, clean the mineral block up as yeah. well. And, uh, but I, I weed whacked an area to get in there about a month ahead of time, um, and I ended up shooting the biggest deer I have. But, uh, so then Colton's like, dude, you got you got to just put a camera out there, see what's coming through. Yeah, get some. You got to have a little bit of intel. Yeah. Just get a little taste and, or uh, something. And this year, I tell you what, this is the most bucks I've ever had on camera in our coming into our stand. And I I'm not joking. Like usually, this is just doe bedding Shooter. area. There's shooters, and we have six or seven shooters. So yeah, set up. The Depending on who you are, six or seven shooters. <laughs> keep that in mind. No, 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 no. But no, they are they are good deer. Good I mean, deer. thick, and uh, I'd I'd pull the trigger on them. I mean, that's just how I am. Yeah. But, uh, good 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 cam picks you set up there by the uh, the old lick that we'll clean up here later on on the season and uh, got a lot of good intel. I think I think from the changing crops, we got a good flow from the pines up up close to the road to where they'll flow down, you know, trickle down the side of the field there, right into the good yep. funnel zone, and we'll just uh, pinch them on in. So basically, to give you guys an idea, we sit on a property that's roughly 25 acres, so we are not in anything huge, but the thing of it is, the bedding area to the north of us, um, well, on our property, it is an abandoned Christmas tree farm that my family <laughs> used to run, and it is thicker than molasses and i just mowed two trails through there to try to help them out with movement um so that's in the front but the woods in the swamp where it starts getting pretty heavy it is in the middle of this patch of i mean probably 200 acres i mean we're sitting in the middle of the cream of the cream and with how like i was talking about the field tiles how they change those around it literally pushes the deer up and around to us i have seen them in the water though so they don't care um yeah they yeah yeah you're you use they're using land from you know the, the the crops in the field down to the the swamp there you know food to water to bed i mean great place to be um you know and they got e- a nice easy ridge access back there. you know nobody nobody around them great you know we have some some heavy pressure to the east of us, but uh, nobody around as in you know. I don't think anyone's strolling, but yeah. the pre- the pressure where he's talking, yeah, he's he's down down quite a bit. But uh, I got, I mean, congrats to him. But yeah, he did he did well. We suppose last year, mm-hmm. but hey, I had a shot an, at him. I think we got a good out smart plan for him. Yeah. So. I had a, I had a first shot at him. It just got too dark, and I changed that problem this year. So yeah, tell him uh, what what what, uh, what did you change up? So basically, I've come to the conclusion after hunting these past couple of years is you always have some kind of deer come in at last light, and I'm not talking about I'm shooting outside of legal limit. Um, I'm talking when you're sitting in the woods. You guys know how it is. It gets darker than it does on a field edge. And I've been doing some research, and there's a lot of guys that hunt pigs and elk that have changed this method where they take the peep sight out 
um not your not your actual peeps or your pins um but the peep side out which allows more light in and um so i've been practicing with that and i'm actually shooting tighter groups than i was with it in i had a nice argument with the guy at the bow shop about taking it out but uh we'll leave that for another day um but yeah i feel comfortable i installed a kisser button so i'm still getting two points of contact on my face so it's repetitive and i'm hitting the same spot each time um uh, yeah bush but uh <laughs> so that's what i'm at and you know hopefully it helps me out when it gets dark back there in the woods before it does on the field edge and uh who knows? I mean, the the poor yeah, the poor guy was bitching all <laughs> all last year about it. Uh, changed it up. I I question it as well, but uh, I don't know. Think about a traditional or the Indians. They didn't have no peep sight. Yeah, I mean Native it, Americans. I mean, I'm still using <laughs> shooting, my I'm still using my pins, spears and arrow. You know, yeah, spears. How you know no sights. Yeah, I, I I'm feather. using pins and a level still. And a kisser button. I mean, you don't need the peep, but I'm, I mean, keep, that's your opinion. But uh, what I found out, it works great for me. So whatever works great for you, keep sending it. Extensive research. Yes. I will not argue with you on what you're shooting. So yeah, that, if it gets it done, it gets it done. Absolutely. But, uh, keep practicing too. I mean, keep trying and trying. Yeah. If it doesn't feel right, I mean, adjust and. You'll get there. I mean, you started out, you you know, you took it off and kind of were, yeah, you know, was, said, it, oh, it's great, great tonight, great tonight. And then next night you said, oh, I had know, to move my shit what the over. Heck, yep. You know, what the heck is this? The uh, sights are off and cussing and screaming and texting me. And I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> I that, did something that took it off. <laughs> but better, I figured it out here, now. Here we are, what, how many months later you took it off and how many nights of practice and, uh, as yeah, much tonight, as I can. tonight low light and yeah he's slinging them so so we'll see what happens here um again with this year uh we're gonna start talking about the bucks yeah i know that's what everybody oh, wants to get into man. and oh man we got like six or seven shooters they're still holding on to velvet right now but uh you know once that velvet comes off they're kind of a different creature and they split up but they, uh, they get that, you know, they're, they're, the color changes, the necks start getting thicker. Putting on weight. Putting on some weight, you know. There's one There's one of them that's already putting some weight on yeah, before. He, he's, the, he's looking good. But we'll see what happens. Um, you know, it's always a crapshoot. We always got it's, the other thing with the neighboring woods that's, you know, not far, probably half a mile from us. I mean, we got intel from that, too. and Buddy. Anything's possible. There is. Anything's possible. I don't even want to talk. Uh, our, our location is uh, privately kept here, but I got intel from my uh, contractor. I know, and uh, whoo, what was that? It ain't what far. What was he? 20, 20 points. Yeah, he, I, I, don't know. I just he's got a drop time. He's, he's a big boy. He he got out of that twenty by twenty Luke Bryant Jason Aldean fence that uh, <laughs> that you know the hillside ten thousand dollar you can sit up here on this tree stand with, with a with a thirty pound bag of corn and just have her have her walk right to you know have him walk right to you. 
Oh, buddy. But, but you're, I mean, you're hearing about guys talking about <laughs> deer running miles. Like, it's nothing. That's, that, yeah. And, and this property is literally it's half set up. a mile. It's set up to be, you know, roamed, I so guess. So, I, I mean, it's anyone's... It's anyone's guess on what's going to happen this season, obviously, but so we got, let's go ahead and talk about him. We got splits. He is a mainframe eight with two matching splits off his G2s, and uh, I don't know. I had a buddy, he's thinking around 150, and I had another buddy tell me he's right at around 130. But you don't know till it's over with. and There's no telling. There's no telling, but he's they... solid. We got a clean eight. He's past his ears, just, just a nice, big old thick boy. He's he's carrying some serious mass. Um, got a got a couple seven pointers running around. Another eight point. Um, we also got a buck that we call uprights, and this dude he might not be tall in time length, man, but. Uh, He's out past his ears, wide. I mean, it hardly hooks back in. But he, he's nine points. And like I said, his tines aren't that tall, but dude, just a heck of a wide deer. And uh, it'd really be nice to see him daylight. It kind of looks like a moose paddle, kind of. He's, uh, he's a good-looking deer. Yeah. So... Um, we kind of zeroed it in on when these guys are coming in because it's it's about every yeah we uh, every five or six days these deer come in, and it's it's on a south southwest wind, which means they're bedding out of the pines and they're coming down or they're in the corn and coming down across. And that was you know and what Jake just said with the winds and you know the the deer the movement you know i that's that's kind of why i was pushing for us to get a cam out there so we can get some dates down on you know the time and the date of the deer and so we can look back at the patterns of the weather and the moon and the the winds and you know that's that's going to give you a you know a lot of great intel before your hunts in the morning you know how how's the weather how's the pressure yeah what's what's the moon phase like you know uh, you know, always, always plays a big factor in the, you know, whitetail hunting and, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to, trying to build up on, you know, the intel that we have and just kind of take that and, uh, instead of just seeing boots on the ground, exactly, intel, we're yeah. getting what you guys know, but I mean, we're, Here's, I guess I've just been too fucking stubborn. I'm oh, sorry, too stubborn. <laughs> and, uh, now I got a cam. I'm probably going to put one back in the swamp too, but, uh. Yeah, they're almost daylighting. They're they're rolling in about five thirty, six o'clock, and uh, so we're getting there. We've uh, we had what did we have we had a couple guys post on our links here. Uh, a couple daylighted that looked great for him. I yeah, don't know. Shout what, out to Matt Dawson. Yeah, he, where uh, what county is he in? Or uh, where is he I'm not about? gonna. I'm not for the benefit. Oh, uh, here doubt, we go. Yeah, we'll keep it secret again. I know where he's at. But uh, He's since I respect the man, I'm gonna go ahead and just decline. I'm just gonna so. say, K County. There you go. So if you know, congratulations. Uh, if you know, but you know. But he ain't gonna let you on anyway. Um, Daylight and early. I mean, I I I wonder how 
how that's going to play out this year, though. I mean, it's it's good signs. Well, if he brings out that Rackaholic product, it's probably going to work, and that's what I'm trying to get him to yeah. get us this year. What's, uh, what's up with the Rackaholic? So Rackaholic, to my knowledge, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this a little bit, Matt, don't kill me, but uh, it's out of out of Indiana, and they make whitetail bedding scents. They make cover scents. They make mock scrapes. Uh, I'm pretty sure doe and heat. And um, just just the different types of smell that they, they, they produce with those cover scents is pretty interesting. I actually won a bottle last year of pine cover scent, and I used that on my northern property where I hunt a lot of pines. And uh, it seems to work really great. I'm really interested in get the whitetail bedding scent. I also want to get the mock scrape. See if we can't get a yeah. couple of these bucks to start hanging around. That little tree that's like <sighs> 20 yards in little, front of us. I just want to. Yeah. It's tall as all get out, but it's tiny. If you guys knew, the the little tree we have, it's the. Uh, it's absorbed more dope piss than anything in this state. Holy smokes. Sure. Rut, Rut Daniels would be impressed. Yeah. It would. Uh, We've emptied too much piss on that. Sure. <laughs> they ain't smelling us though. I'll tell well, you that. Well, it was the last <laughs> last day. I ended up just dumping the whole bottle on it. Oh yeah. It uh, nice cover scent. It was. I, we think it was good. Yeah. <laughs> but. I'll tell you what actually paid off this year. Um, is the trusty old dough and can. Dough and a can. I mean, whoever invented the that. Gold, the gold man. can spray it, the old local rural king. Yep. It, uh, it'll definitely put it down for you if you're you're in need of some dough meat. It'll, but, uh, uh, it'll clear your sinuses out, too. <laughs> a couple yeah. times, right? The, yeah, wind, yeah. the wind, catch the wind in the right direction that we yep. need, but right, blow it right back in our face. <laughs> yep. But uh, other than that, I'm trying to think what else we got going on this year. I've been training my dog like crazy for dove season. Yeah, other than whitetail, yeah, he's uh, got that black lab. Yep, she ain't even a year old. Um, picked her up around Christmas, and she's she she makes me mad sometimes. But yeah, uh, it's a pup, man. She really she's getting the whole retrieve thing down. She's not she's not afraid of my shotgun. Um, been shooting over her head with the not at her head, but. Oh. Shooting next to her, and uh, she doesn't flinch at all, except when I hit her with the shell the one time. But uh, <laughs> so Colton and I are gonna get after some doves here in September. Um, I also got reduction zone starting September fifteenth, which if you guys aren't familiar with that program, you have to shoot a doe first, and that unlocks your second tag. Earn a buck. Yep, to where you can shoot a second buck in Indiana, and that's about Beautiful. the only way you can get it done. Um, last year I shot the doe but did not get the buck and that's because we had a whole pack of coyotes running that property. Which, let us get to that before we get to anything else. Which you want to start with on them coyotes. Let me tell you, if you see a coyote, lay it down and pet that dog. Yep, pet the dog. You gotta pet that dog because you know what? You ain't gonna be petting no deer. Dude, we got so many fawns out here right now and I... I'm almost wondering if we want to drop that one out here. That uh, yeah, it would have been a different story. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, kick it off to our little experience with coyotes. Um, 
first year I came out here, we had a couple running around and made we we, we made the mistake. It was it was early, early and uh, Dude, it was so right prime, after first though. light and uh, so prime felt right. The air, you know, air felt great. The smell, that smell in the air was just it was there. And you know, we sat in the stand. The light, you know, light. God gave us the light. Lights came on, and um, it was you know early, early on. Not too bright, but good enough to see and get a shot off. And uh, we just passed up on what was it, one or two, two of them. Yeah, and I'm still kicking myself for it because uh, who who knows what the you know the damage those could do to your property. I mean, absolutely, just tear apart your dismantle. Yeah, your you know your deer in the area. And this year we uh, we started pa- shooting at everything. Yeah, the pat this past year that we uh, you know we have three run in. Yeah three of them and uh it we was opening swinging. opening day i mean <laughs> my, we, my uh, uncle's like what you got going on we, back there we kind of we kind of got a little excited we both uh you know kind of splurged a little bit because uh well you know new deer gun yeah got some 300 blackouts and um yeah kind of lit a couple off at a coyote and didn't quite have any good luck with it, but he he managed to come back after oh, I had my five or six shots. Yeah, well, I guess I let off a couple then. <laughs> well, you had the shots though. I mean, you I had, did. You had clear shots. I did. He was closer on my side, but lit off a couple. He ended up coming back, and Jake laid him down about what sixty. He was in sixty yards and some brush. He was in the gray area. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> he was in the. He just kind of let it fly through some brush, and uh, yeah, he pet that dog. Um, blew him up with that three hundred eight. My God, that made me go get one. Yeah. So, Medicine ball size hole in the back. Holy smokes, that'll do it. So uh, not a pelt seller but it saved some fawns that's a dog down yep then i got another one this year up north at my reduction zone property i was i woke up late you guys know how it is walked out there to the woods and uh, my uncle beat me to his stand and uh i was like great i'm probably gonna ruin this for him but we're here look deep in the woods and i see something running across and i'm like that's not a deer Uh oh and uh get up in my stand not not even 15 seconds later, all of a sudden, kaboom, Uh-oh. my uncle lays down this coyote, and then uh, I look to my right, and there's a pack of five. Uh-oh. Whole pack, and they come in, and I got my break action 308. Of course, I don't have the AR, and... Uh, Trustee. Missed the first shot, runs to the side, and missed the second shot, and that second shot pushed him right to me. And uh, shot him right in the chest, came out underneath his butthole, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Quickest jug, cut or quickest gut job I ever had. So, um, didn't if I'd had the AR, there'd probably been more dead. But at the same time, didn't have the loop hold on there yet. So, yeah, I mean, you know what? You gotta you gotta take those dogs out. That's yep. I mean, we got two. That's, so that's the end of it. I mean. And now we got deer up there this year, so... You see him, you see him take him down. Yeah, I mean... It pays off. It might... Huge. It, I literally said to myself when I saw those coyotes, I was like, well, I guess we're after dogs today. That's it, yeah. Your your deer so, hunt immediately changes into a coyote hunt. I mean, that's simple. It is what it is, and... 
you know, you can take it out as and, you know, changes into that coyote hunt and you pop them and get excited yeah. and want to jump down, go get, go get them then. Go get them. I I don't know, but I would you know. All honestly, knows my son loves seeing him. So. I, hey, <laughs> he, he he does. He did pet that dog. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Pop so, him and sit around and hang out. Maybe you know, might have some good luck after that. But so if you had to pick one thing this year that you were absolutely hype about. And I know we're trying to get you some bone on the ground this year. Oh, this me. is the goal. Yes, sir. But what would you say? Because everybody's excited right now. But what's the one thing about the whole experience or the whole the whole season? Which I know it's grueling at times because you have the heartbreak. But so what much. are you looking forward to? I am ready for some cold weather. I don't know why. Well, uh, I I know why. It's because I have the gear. I bought I bought some bought some nice heavy gear last year. I'm ready to sit there, and not you know, freeze not my freeze. butt off. And uh, cold weather brings uh, rifle season, and yep. that's uh, that's a good that's weekend. a good plus. And uh, there's you know, something about the tradition of it. It just seems right. Yeah, yeah, seems... yeah. And you know, like I like I said, we 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 messed around, and got some 300 blackouts, and. Had our trials and tribulations with those, and yep. after uh, last year, I was like, you know what? It's the scope, the scope, and uh, not so much caliber, but well, yeah, you went different. Yeah, I still got mine. I like. I didn't. Yeah. You went. You went big boy. I, I I I messed around and you know invested in some something different, and uh, I got a I got a nice three oh eight, like you know so. Get a little bit more punch with it, and uh, got a nice loop hold. If you don't, if you don't, you know, invest in a good scope. We found out last year really quick yep. that uh, that that'll that'll change a lot. We had a, a lot of issues with uh, our scopes early on, and missed one you know, on opening day. We had them. We went to the range multiple times and thought they were dialed in, punch and punch there at the range, and went you know when it came down to it something was something was up with the scopes that we had and we said you know what no more no i should have just like with my thompson center 308 i put a loophole on that and i don't even have to think about it when i shoot i just point and shoot and it's over and and uh i mean we kind of got happy there at the gun show building our rifles and uh (laughs) they had some sick acogs and we're like you know what send it and turns out they were junk so we bit the bullet. Both got loopholes again, and uh, yeah, that we're shooting the same holes. That Thompson Center you had on the uh, or the the <laughs> sorry the loophole on the Thompson Center really made me believe right away. I was like, there's oh, a, there's a clarity difference. Are you kidding? This is this is a scope, huh? Yeah, I've and you witnessed this. Remember when I dropped that thing out the stand? Wow. Yeah, and. Uh, Thank God old can't Saint Saint Hubert was looking after us. <laughs> can't but, say uh, enough. Like I said, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I'm gonna tell you our highs and lows and uh one day there was I had my gun and it slipped out the stand somehow and um it, it hit the ground face first and uh That barrel went in the ground. Oh, at least twenty inches. I mean or fifteen I mean it was in there. The whole it was it was halfway Cleaned through. Cleaned it out and my scope was still good. Um 
like I said, it was it was a pretty scary moment for us, but I'm not gonna lie to you guys. This is the stuff that I mean, it does happen. And uh, accidents happen, and thank God, uh, yeah. Saint Hubert was on. Yeah, Saint Hubert. God blessed us that day. Yep. And uh, that's the other thing I've noticed too is every time we're out there in the stand, I pray walking out, and uh, I just say the same prayer over and over again. I think it kind of puts me at ease walking in the dark because I know not a lot of people like walking in the dark. But uh, call me scared, I don't care. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, I pray walking out there, and then I, as I'm sitting in the stand when I'm not talking to Colton, I'm I'm praying St. Hubert. I'm saying push those deer my way. So that's what I do when I have my eyes closed. And uh, so might yeah, so might be unless we're hungover. <laughs> might be sleeping. I don't know. Depends on what day. But it always seems somehow we'll at least see them. So yeah, shout out to old Saint Hubert. But yeah, back to it. Invest in a good scope. Yes, that's the moral of the story. That'll change your deer hunting experience. It might hurt you a little bit, but uh, it's worth the uh, you know putting what? hands it's on a life, deer. Lifetime, lifetime uh, investment. Yeah, that uh, that's it in a nutshell. But you got anything else? I'm no. trying to think if we got if we're missing anything. Oh, I get to go for my first time this Here year. <laughs> I get to go up to Michigan to my buddy's property, and uh, I'm gonna go opening weekend a shotgun. And uh, it's gonna be nothing but bears. Nothing but shotguns up there. The only 12 gauge that I got that I'm gonna take to the field. I have other ones, but. The one I'm taking to the field, it is a field barrel. I'm shooting rifled slugs, Woo. and I got a bead on it, son. Oh, yeah. And farthest yard shot I got is about 50. So, you know what? We're sending it, iron sights, and uh, this year. Follow the bead. I have a camera. I have a camera arm that is coming, and we are going to record the hunts to the best we can. And I'm not going to lie to you. If we can't get it on camera, it'll be rolling, but... Uh, we're out here for the meat, so yeah. if it ain't in frame, I'm sorry. We tried. But big, like I said, we got films coming. We got more podcasts coming. We got apparel coming through Mason. And uh, just hang on with us. I know this first episode is probably all chopped up. It's all over, but you know what? If you're listening, you listen. Thanks for uh, Thanks for listening to us. Ramble on for what, what are we at now? About an hour, close hour to in or so. Fifty. Yeah. It's been a been a good time talking. This is the blue collar whitetail podcast, episode one. Remember, deer don't care about your feelings. They don't. We're out. We're out.